In recent light of a situation happening at a local middle school in my city, I decided that the best thing I know I could do was to use my platform. This will be a two-part segment because I want to explore two sides of this. I definitely want to start off with this podcast episode talking about my personal experience, and then I want to go into this situation and discuss that and my opinions about it. Hello all and welcome to Talking Smack with Mac. As usual, I'm your one and only host, Micaiah, better known as Mac. As you know, before we get into this video, I always have to plug myself, so make sure you follow me on all of my social media if you want to see the personalized content of my life. Okay, let's get to smack talking. So I know I've mentioned a lot about the year 2019 and what it was for me, and the main thing being, you know, I lost my grandfather, and I did briefly talk about me going into a depression from that loss, but I also have never talked to you guys about the other mitigating factors that did lead to my depression being how bad it was. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this, there was a circumstance at a middle school in my city that really just pushed me to come out and talk about this because I feel like these kids and their families needed to hear someone who kind of went through a similar experience not entirely the same and kind of felt the same way that they do. So after my grandfather passed away in 2019, you know, the only thing I could really look forward to was cheer. And even that, it was a struggle to go to practice every day, have to put a smile on my face and act like I love cheering for our losing teams. When I really didn't, all I wanted to do was be home, curled up in my bed, crying, watching Netflix, sleeping, just the general things that people who feel sad do and one day there was a situation that happened at practice and let me break this down to you so for one my team practiced off campus we'd all have to find transportation to get to this location where we could all go practice for two hours and boom so I would bring one girl to practice just because she asked me to after her and her previous driver got into an incident and she's like can you bring me and I was like I guess so the girl she got into an incident with I ultimately this was all over a boy but then the situation became very personal for both of them there was a lot of just throwing on social media a lot of name callings just general high school girl mess on social media you know everybody at school gossiping about it involved but One day, the situation escalated way too far, Um, so me and the girl were going to practice. We took our usual trip to Billy's to get something to eat before practice, and, you know, got to practice, sit down, eat, chit-chat, do our thing, get ready, ultimately wait for our coach to show up because she had to pick up her kids from school. (laughs) So, next thing I know, (laughs) the girl pulls up, and me and her were like friends, and everything. I was cordial with the girl brought to practice. Um, so she pulls up and she's yelling at the girl I bring to practice, get out the car, get out the car right now. You said you wanted to fight, so we're gonna fight right now. And I'm like, oh my God, I know this is not happening. You know, I'm just trying to really enjoy my boudin, drink my Dr. Pepper, but no. So she comes up to my car door, opens the door and they start arguing. So at that point, I was really just like, I don't want to be here. And this makes me not even more want to be here. 
So I just got out of my car, sat in the rocks, ate my boudin, and drank my Dr. Pepper. And they continue going at it. They continue going at it. And then, I don't know, it just killed itself. The situation killed itself. And, like, really and truly everyone was, like, laughing about it. But I was laughing in shock because I could not believe that happened. And I was also depressed and it caused more stress on my mind. So... You know, eventually our coach shows up, everyone else shows up for practice, we all go in, it becomes a talk of practice, we're like, okay, whatever. So we go to school the next day, because that was practice on a Thursday, you know, the whole school knows about it now, because everybody then told their friends over the night, and yada, 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 you know, I thought it would be over, but no, because the next Monday, I get called into the principal's office to discuss the situation, and you know, I'm thinking they just want to know what happened since I was there, they just want to hear my side of the story, um, so basically I was in a room with Three grown-ups, three adults, brought me into an office. No phone call was made to my mom before this. Um, they start questioning me about it. You know, I start telling them what happened, yada, yada, yada. Next thing I know, the tables turn. We have da-da-da-da evidence saying, you set this up. Huh? I did what? I'm like, okay, no. We were told you put your car in park and you automatically unlock the door so she could open the door and start attacking her. My car doors automatically unlock. I'm like, you're lying. Who's lied to you? Then they go on to say that they have messages, screenshots of me and the girl texting and me planning to get there early. So they're like, you know, we're just gonna kick you off the cheer team. We're suspending you from school because you, you set this up. And you know, I have a screenshot still to this day of my portal and my conduct record, what it was. I was suspended for malice and vicious behavior because I was I was falsely accused of setting up a fight. Like I had no dealings with this so ever. Like I talked to my mom about it before and I was I was like, Mom, you know, they still going at it, they wanna fight each other now and my dad heard me and my mom talking about it and he was like, Mind your damn business because it had nothing to do with me. So then after they tell me that I'm getting suspended, kicked off of the cheer team, they call my mom and my mom was away in Houston for a work convention. And so my mom's answering the phone. She's like, oh my God, what's wrong? Is my child dead or something? This is such and such from Lafayette High. We're just calling to let you know that we have Makai in the office. And mom's like, okay. Um, yeah, we want to let you know that we will be suspending her. And she is getting kicked off the cheer team. My mom was like, we were both like ambushed about the whole situation, about the way they were taking action for it. And my mom was like, so confused as to why I was getting in trouble for it because I was the only one out of the four or five people who were there that was the one underage everybody else that was there was 18 I was 17 like I have how can I control adults but my mom was like okay so how does this affect her for trying out for cheer next year they're like we're gonna have to meet with the athletic director to decide if she's leadership material and if she can continue mom said okay that's fine we're not gonna come back to the school next year um, just give her the paper. My husband will be there within the next 30 minutes to discuss this situation further because I am unfortunately out of town at the moment. And mom just hung up. So they give me the paper. And then she's like, well, hold up. Don't sign it yet. We're going to keep it. We'll let your father come and sign it. So I, like, whatever. Whatever. Like, I need to get out of there because I felt like I was being ambushed. I definitely felt a panic attack coming on. And I texted my cousin because we had class in the same building. I was like, broski, come meet me in the bathroom right now. I couldn't really even get the words out about what had happened because I have never been like disciplined for <laughs> anything in school. I had a really clean record, maybe a few 
I don't know. I don't even think I really ever got a tardy slip, like ever. So my cousin met me in the bathroom. I literally cried in her arms <laughs> by the sinks in the bathroom. And like another girl came in, she's like, oh my gosh, is she okay? My cousin's like, just leave, just leave. Like you don't need to be here right now. <laughs> and you know, after like almost 10 minutes of crying in the bathroom, she walks me back to my class and like, everybody's like looking at me when I walk in and like, ooh, what happened? Like she got red eyes. Makaya, Makaya got called to the office? What? Like, everybody knew, like, I was just me, I did my thing, went to school, yada, 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 but I really never got in trouble. I don't even know if I talked to anyone. I just, like, showed my suspension papers, <laughs> literally cried, laughed <laughs> inside of the classroom. And it just so happened to be one of those days in my sports med class where we weren't doing anything, <laughs> which was, like, every day. So... Eventually, I get called to the office because my dad checked me out. He, like, texts me. He's like, you want to stay? I was like, no, let me go home. And he's like, are you sure you can drive? Yeah, I can drive. I need to drive. So I went home. The next day, I was suspended, stayed home. And then the next day, we had a day off for teacher and service day, and that was when my mom came home. Literally cried in my, arm, my mom's arms for, like, 20 minutes because of how upset I was. And then I came to terms with it. <laughs> I came to terms with the fact that these adults were upset that they couldn't control the situation and they didn't have a better handle on it simply because they were never there. Like our sponsors from school were never there at practices. Our coach, she really wasn't our coach. Like she just did choreography for us whenever we needed it basically. And I was basically a scapegoat for it, which really sucked because that did add on to my depressional state and because of how much I love cheer, I think is what really hurt. I didn't like the team anymore. The direction that our cheer team was going in was not what I had been experiencing with a cheer team since I started cheer. And, you know, I was okay with that, but I wasn't okay with the fact that I had got suspended for a fight that I did not contribute to. I did not put my hands on anybody. Like the whole situation was traumatizing, basically. <laughs> oh my, honestly, I think that really made me more depressed because I felt like I had no other option. But really, in fact, after the principal had called my mother to let her know about my current standing, you know, I was getting suspended, kicked off the cheer team. My mom had called um, my cheer coach at Turlings and she was like, how do I get my child into Turlings? How do I get her to get there? And like, she helped us go through the application process and figure out how everything went. And I had a way out. Literally, I was counting down every single day I had left at that school until I was going to start at my new school. And then, you know, Jersey came along with me for the ride there. So it would just, it was some positive things that did happen throughout it. But I was still severely depressed and my mother could see. She really didn't know how to help me because I didn't talk to her like I should have. But I think that's just the way that my depressive, my depressive process works. Like I can't talk to people about it. I just feel like people don't get it and I mean my mom did have her own issues with the whole situation and I won't speak on them for her but I think the best thing like I talk about all the time the best thing that happened for me was a COVID-19 pandemic shutdown I was out of my toxic school environment because at the same time my Spanish teacher was bullying me my Spanish 2 teacher was bullying me like this woman hardcore had an issue with me and I think it was because that I really would not let her talk to me any kind of way. 
someone had like brought lollipops and we all had them so <laughs> you know i got up threw my trash away but other people who really did not like her just started throwing the sticks at her and they started throwing them back at back and forth at each other and it just so happened that one of them landed like a few feet away from my desk and she decided to come up to me and tell me that it was mine and that i needed to pick it up i looked at this woman dead in her eyes and said i'm not touching something that did not come from my mouth so it's gonna stay there because it's not mine mine is in the trash can so i'm not picking it up she's like yes it is it's yours it's right here so this does not have my dna on it i'm not touching it this woman proceeded to pick the stick up and throw it on my desk i looked at her and i said i'm not touching it i'm not touching it it's gonna it's not gonna be right here i flicked it off my desk and put it back on the floor so i'm not touching it it's not mine I don't know whose mouth it came from. They had about seven, eight other people in this class who had those. Why aren't you antagonizing them like you are doing me? So she got frustrated about it. And then it was either that same day or like the next day, she wrote me up for being on my phone. And <laughs> I wasn't on my phone. I literally moved my phone like to the side of my bag because it was at the bottom of my backpack and I didn't want it going off. And she's like, you're on your phone. I'm writing you up. I'm like, for what? I can tell you three other people who have been actually on their phone throughout the entire class but you're gonna write me up right so then eventually my mom got me moved out of that spanish class so my mom and my dad ended up getting the suspension appealed off of my record because they had no way of actually proving that i was involved in the fight and i really wasn't they were just i don't even know how they came to the conclusion that it was me that it was my doing i literally just drove the girl to practice did not have any other conversations with her <laughs> anywhere else i can't really describe how much this like affected my mental state i really felt like i was living just a blur because really and truly i can't really describe the things that happened in all of those months leading up to the pandemic shutdown everything just blurred together i had no real actual concept of time same routine every day nothing was the same nothing was the same quick announcement before we close out this podcast make sure you guys check out anchor it is in with affiliation of spotify it is a great platform to use and promote your podcast and ultimately get your podcast out on multiple platforms and that is what i personally use to help me with my podcast so thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode i hope you enjoyed um just kind of hearing about how my depression, you know, really became what it was and how it became so deep. Even after a few months of losing my grandfather, you know, I did go through the process where I was depressed, but this whole situation pushed me into a deeper depression and I ultimately had a way out. And I hope people who do suffer through depression find their own way out for themselves, just like I eventually did. As usual, Make sure you tune in to my social media to see the personalized content of my life. And yeah, that's it for Talking Smack with Mac. I'll see you guys in the next episode.